You're doing that. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Oh, sorry, Eric. Oh, yeah. Put seatbelts on your ears. Close your legs. It's Friday. It's good. It's the Good Friday Podcast. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, good evening, good night, or wherever the hell you're listening to this. Imagine if there's anybody listening to this at four o'clock in the morning. Well, good on them. That means we are part of their dreams. That means they have insomnia. That doesn't mean that it's a good thing. Or Get a doctor. Get a doctor. <laughs> that means they're thinking about us before they go to sleep. Yeah. It's important. I don't know whether that scares me or whether that's actually good. I don't know. Sorry, we should actually say what the hell we're doing here. Uh, my name's Darren Jenkins, and beside me is Jack Connolly, or do you want to actually have your Protestant name? I will take... Oh. Whoa, already <laughs> We're in there with the, with the insults. That's, uh, that's, that's bad. My name is Jack Johal, so it's not even like an English name. It is an Indian name. But I'm just going to class myself for the sake of this as English. Yeah. So that, that's all cool. That's all cool. So, yeah. Fuck it. Let's not rock the board yeah, here. Jesus, like, don't know. break my heart already with that Protestant <laughs> shit. Come on. That's going to be the majority of these fucking podcasts. That's literally what we're doing here. If you're a Celtic or a Rangers fan, this is great stuff for you. But um, Right, so we're here, ladies and gentlemen. This is called the Good Friday Podcast, obviously because Jack is English and I Irish, this is the play on the Good Friday Agreement. That's where we got the title out. But don't worry, it's not religious. Not for the time being, anyway. But not aside yet. from the part of me slagging Protestants, that it's, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, we're here, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to bring this to you roughly, I would say, maybe every week or every second week, depending on how much you listen to it. How much we can be bothered. Yeah, exactly. This does take... No, it didn't take a lot of planning. It's fine, don't worry. We're rambling now. But, um, so uh, we're here. But basically, we should introduce ourselves. Um, Jack, I'm going to let you go first. So what's your name? What's your age? Where are you from? What's your sexual interests? Uh, All such ahead. personal questions. I don't what's your I'm internet prepared. history? Oh, you don't want to know that. That's, that's cleared. That's what that is. That's Good. cleared. Uh, yeah, so um, I am, well, I was the next Leonardo DiCaprio. I used to be a, an actor, what, what Darren is now aspiring to be. And uh, I used to run a bar, or I still do run a bar. Uh, Darren came and worked Ah, so yeah, so that's, that's how we know each other. Best money ever hired. Oh, that's just not true. That's that just is so exactly not what true. It is. So now, yeah, so I'm still doing that. 22, living life on the edge, working a lot. That's not fun. So this is how I've. And now you myself. know why he's the English fella. What? Yeah, but this is the English way. Yeah, look how many English people work. Yeah, it's true. Where did you grow up? Actually, I meant to say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's that's a, that's a story. So I was born Silver Spoon. Uh, I was born in... Where in the fucking name of Jesus, Mary and Joseph and the donkey that took them on to Bethlehem is that? <laughs> Silver Spoon means, I was born well, man. I'm happy, yeah, so... Oh, I thought that was an actual place. No. Sorry, sorry, go on. <laughs> so we're doing this, actually, we're both from... Like, we're both currently living in Wembley. So, yeah, yeah we, we, are, we are cultured. There's a lot going on in mm. Wembley. We are very, very cultured. But I was born... In Wembley, moved to Watford, back to Wembley. So, yeah, I, I'm experiencing life on the daily, all the different cultures, and especially what the cat drags in in the form of this Irish man that's sitting in front of me. Yeah, and there's racism on both sides. Um, it's, yeah, we're basically we're a stone's throw away from the stadium. Just for Irish people who don't know it, we're basically, I can see the arch more or less out the window from where we are here. We're in Rogue Recording Studios here in Wembley Park. Big thanks to Alessio, our engineer there as well. He, he's saluting, he's delighted with himself. Look at him. He got the tea and all, fair play to him. But um, yeah, so I'm Darren and yeah, I, I am the next Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm not, uh, I'm not was at all. But, so he uh, says. So he says, exactly. But uh, I moved to London about six months ago, I would say at this stage and uh, met Jack, obviously, as I said, he, would, he hired me on the spot, which you did in fairness. You did. That's just so not true. That is That's exactly so what not happened. true. You said you you knew I... before you even looked at my CV that you wanted to hire me. You told me that. 
This guy's giving me headaches even after he's been sacked. <laughs> I just, wasn't sacked. I left and he's still pissed off. Do you know what? We'll leave this for another time. Yeah, I, I don't want to bully Darren about how he bad knows, he, he really still, was. He's still pissed off that I left him. That's what it is. And I went off and I took a different job. But... Um, <laughs> I just snuck it over there. Yeah, but uh, well, I, as I said, I moved over. I was born in Ballingarry in County Tipperary in Ireland, Honda Village. But um, moved over here, obviously, and I got just been interested in acting and performance since I was about five. And uh, yeah, I said, this might be a bit of crack. I said, we'd do it. I just needed to find somebody. I had this idea for a podcast for a long time and said I needed to find somebody who was a bit of crack to do it with. And in fairness to Jack, he's, he's a bit of Irish in him. So that's <laughs> the why. Irish is the crack, the English yeah. is the worst part. Yeah, this is a, <laughs> the, the worst thing the is podcast. I'm not even in English completely. Like I'm yeah. Irish Indian, but I'm just born in England, so that's, that's good where, enough for me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if, if Darren has a, a punching bag, and that's all I'm going to be throughout this whole podcast. So I'm letting Darren take the lead. No, I'm just back. sitting here, it's just from time to time. It's that this is based for 800 years of tyranny. This is Irish revenge. That's what this is. <laughs> well, um, right. So th- uh, that's what it is basically. Um, you heard us talk. I would uh, at the start about bar and stuff like that exactly that so we're going to be talking about different topics and stuff like that through these podcasts obviously we will be putting the link up for this on our Facebook page the Good Friday Podcast do like the Facebook page do share the link as much as you possibly can get everybody and anybody I want people from Silver Spoon or wherever that is in England uh, from Watford for, I want people from New Delhi in India I want people right back to the from back, the villages in Ireland from Ballingarry to the back arses of fucking Connemara in Ireland that's what I want this is over as well I should have said that <laughs> way before now but, um, <laughs> so uh, do do that for us there now so we're going to dive straight in to our first topic which we're calling Confessions of a Barman yeah. now Jack uh, you've been around bars and restaurants since you were a kid basically You're, this is your family's trade yeah. it's a bit different for me though compared to you I'd say because like you from the way I've learned from you is mm. you're like a proper barman barman the way I class myself, I'd say like I'm a waiter. And now, like, that might sound so, like, cliche and everyone's thinking, oh, Jesus. But no, no what I mean by that is, like, I always did food service. And, yeah. like, when you came and worked for us, like, you were doing, like, bar service, like, so happy. Darren is someone that's behind the bar, very cool, talks to customers. Me being English, as soon as a customer comes close to the bar, I'm like, hey, sit down, I'll bring you food. I don't want anyone sitting Get around my bar. From me. I don't want to be talking to people when I'm working at the bar. It's just, I just do not like it. And that, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. I just think, as soon as someone comes close to me, I just get a bit nervous. I'm thinking, oh, God, I'm going to have to have a conversation. I don't know if that's English or anxiety. That is definitely English, people. Because, like, since have you ever met someone that's English that sits next to you on a bus and just happily chats to you for the next 45 minutes? Like, have you ever been on the tube and no one talks to each other on the tube? That is such an English thing because English people do not like talking to each other. Irish Mm. people, Irish, so you work in an Irish bar at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And whenever I go in there, there might be seven people in the whole pub. There's seven people around the whole bar Mm. and you're having a chat with every single one of them. Yeah, because that's part of the job. That's what I mean. So there's no such thing as English pubs. And the closest thing to an English pub is a Spoons institution. A Weatherspoons, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Have you you been to a Weatherspoons? No, not yet, but I know people have, yeah. That's not the same thing. I haven't been there by osmosis. No. Oh my god! I've actually not done my duty right. If I've been friends with you for six or <laughs> six, six months, months or so, I, I, I haven't mean, been to a Weatherspoons. Yeah, okay, yeah. we're going to go to a Weatherspoons after you this. Weatherspoons, two pound pints, one ninety nine magnets. It literally is the best <gasps> thing in the two world. Pound That's pints. what I'm trying to say. That's exactly what I'm trying to say. Jesus Christ! That's what I mean. The robbery. You need so, those two pound pounds. Exactly. Yeah, so that is an English institution. So I mean, yeah. so for me, my confessions of a barman, like they're, they're completely different to what I feel like yours are going to be. Like yeah. the things that I sat down and thought about was like things that I do to customers like mm. things that I started to think about was like when I have very rude customers like I reckon yeah, we can yeah, both agree yeah. that we hate rude customers like if you yeah. come in you're waving your money you're yeah, clicking yeah. your fingers you're shouting for a yeah. drink 
I, I'm just not going to serve you. Like, yeah, I'm yeah, not yeah. going to go near you. It's just like, why? There's no need That's for it. Where most of my, yeah, exactly. That's where most of my material is coming from. It's coming from the fact that um, things I would say the customers do, through my experience in Ireland and in England, customers do these things and they might not realise how much they piss off barmen mm. or bar women as well. Mm. Um, bar, I'm going to say bartender from now on because I feel like we're going to get... We can't discriminate. Yeah. yeah, yeah, this is, yeah I'm in England six months and this is what's changing. <laughs> but, um, that, you know, we're going to go off and we're going to do that. So we're going to delve straight into it I would say I got a list of topics here now as well that's going to actually oh like, god just, that's the concern yeah so the first thing as you said it is getting attention like oh. walking in to these bars and if they start w- look unless you think I'm a Labrador or a golden retriever do not ever whistle or click your fingers at me I will break your fingers off and shove them up your fucking hole. Do never, never. Look, it's violent. Seriously, it's so violent. though, like the, the hospitality industry is hard at the best of times. Like, but dealing with people who come in and go, Jesus Christ, like, what the fuck are you playing at? Like? So, have you never done that to another when you've been at a bar? You've never been like that to a to a bar tender? No. Okay. Never, never. I mean, nor have I. Like, I'm not saying I have. I'm just trying to, you know, delve into your deeper understanding. No, seriously. I, I think that's, I honestly, God, I think whistling or, or, or clicking yeah, your fingers rude. or something like that. That is, I think that's the w- rudest thing off the bat. I think that's the rudest thing you can do coming in. If you do that straight away, that barman or barwoman is spitting straight into your drink. You see, this is what I want to talk about. I Go was on. like, if you're, if you're rude to me, like, I'm going to do something to your drink. So, like... I, we used to have a guy that used to work with us as American, and the big thing that the American guy he was some was good girl. looking bastard, I tell you. <laughs> and I'm not gay, but Jay's I tell you something. You pour this lad over your spuds, but go on. Talking about sexual orientation, now. <laughs> go on. but no, he he always used to go on about the fact that in America you don't have to pour drinks, like as in there's no measures. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It, he, so everything's free pour. Everything's free pour, pour, yeah. So you, you don't know have what, to measure your pores. Yeah, there's nothing coming out of an optic like, exactly. or, or a little shot chalk. Yeah. Exactly. And I was like, here, we always use measures. Like, it's the law. It is what it is. So, like, mm. you're either 25 mil or if you're Irish, you're 35 mil. We're 35 mil oh, as well. <laughs> For God's sake. So, anyway, so what I was trying to say was if you come in, you're rude, you click your fingers, you shout at me, you throw money on the table, you're getting a small double. Like, you might have paid for a double and been like, oh, hey, here's a double. I'm going to charge you 850 yeah? yeah? And yeah. I'll give you a 150 change. But that double in that glass, if you were to outpour it into a smaller shot glass, it would mm. only make one single. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. although you think you've seen me use the optics, you've definitely not really seen me use the optics. Like, this is what I, I hate. For everybody, like, yeah. that's, what, that's what I mean. Like, but when in America, yeah, free pour drinks, you get a nice tip, yeah? Mm. And they always, always, always tip the service. That's like the whole big thing in America, yeah? yeah? Because yeah. that's how they make their that's weight. That's a big part of it as well, yeah. And that's on. what I mean. So, like, but, but then, obviously, you get nice, nice sizes of drinks if you're getting free poured drinks. Yeah. Whereas, I know we have to stick to, like, measures and optics and whatnot, but, like, yeah, the, but you can throw the little bit of extra That's what I mean, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I yeah. always throw a little bit extra for that nice customer. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what exactly. I'm saying, you know yeah. what I'm saying. It. But it's common courtesy. Like, I mean, I think there's honestly people who think that people who work in the hospitality industry just uh, they automatically become not human or something. They think we're donkeys. Yeah, exactly. I mean, for fuck's sake, we're not a mule pulling a car to hay, like, you know. I mean, it's, it's just... I, I can't understand where the fuck people's minds are at, like, you know. If they were at home... They, like you know and they were getting their dinner off their mum and dad or whatever it was oh. they wouldn't turn around and just like you know giving those orders to that like, show the same you'd fucking expense you'd get beaten yeah beaten exactly Do, show the same fucking respect at, like that you would at home seriously like. okay so talking about customers what would be your worst incident with customers I've definitely got mine and I know for a fact what mine is yeah. but I've begun you, you can start with yours I had a fella come in um, this was back in Ireland and it, <laughs> 
He came in straight away. This is the rudest thing now. It might not necessarily be funny, but this genuinely fucking happened. Like He walked in and this lad had clearly like in a suit, highfalutin, what I imagine the stereotypical English man to be, but he was Irish, right? And uh, he walked in straight away and goes, um, he goes, excuse me. He said, uh, is that your English accent? No, this was the way he talked. It's not my English accent. My English, I'll tell you my English accent now soon enough. But uh, he was there anyway. He came in and he said he wanted um, the wine list. This was a country pub. I said, I'll give you the wine list there. I said, we have white and we have red. And he goes, oh, um, and where exactly is your wine from? I said, I, I, we got it from the suppliers, like, you know. <laughs> like, I mean, from the fridge, you know. <laughs> I mean, what do you mean, where's it from, like, you know. <laughs> so I kept him the York anyway, and I said, I, I, so I, I clearly didn't know enough about wine at the time. This is like when I was first starting as a barman. And um, I showed him the bottle anyway, let him read it and everything like that. He gave a solid five minutes reading every fucking word on the label and then handed it back to me. He says, it's fine, can I just have a glass of water? <laughs> <laughs> and I get him the glass of water he comes back up five minutes later and he goes um, I'm just going to use your bathroom and then he comes back from the bathroom and then he says and what's your Wi-Fi code and I turned around to him I said you're going to buy a drink I said to him and he goes um, I don't know yet I said I said, but this isn't a fucking library I said to him like, you know I said you have to buy a drink if you want to stay here like you know he goes okay he says I'm just going to make a phone call and I, I'll come back and I went Right. When you come back, he says, you'll have to buy something. He says, right. So he comes back in. He comes back in two minutes later, anyway. And then, um, again, it just goes, uh, excuse me. <laughs> like that, like that. Like waving his finger and whistling. And I come up to him and he goes, I stopped. I slowly walked up to him and I said, are you okay? And he goes, uh, uh, yes. Comes no, no. I said, why did you call me like that? So I was very, very angry at the time when he started. Because this lad was really pissing me I off. I understand, this day, so. yeah. Yeah. And he comes up and, he's, and then he turns around and he says, um... Uh, he says, can I actually have a pint of Guinness? And I went, I gave him the Guinness. Gave him the Guinness. What the fuck do you think the bastard asked for? Blackcurrant. Oh, Fucking blackcurrant. No, in an think? Irish country pub. You've got such an issue with this. Fucking hell. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Protestants and fucking pregnant women put blackcurrant into Guinness. That's it. That is it. That's the only people I allow put into that. Oh. But, um... And this was the thing so I gave him it anyway like that I, 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 look it kind of was a series of little things after that but that's mm. basically what it was and this lad really really pissed me off but that's my that's the first one I have anyway go on uh, mine's a bit different now mine's yeah. a bit different I, I, I turned around and thought about when a customer's kind of really pissed me off now because obviously as I explained like I'm a lot more waiter service food service compared to what you are so you're I a lot was, more tolerable that's it than I am oh what? well yeah to some points unless yeah. like I always hate it when I'm really busy and then someone just pisses me off like it really just sets me off yeah and so this whole kind of worst customer kind of situation was when I had a customer that went into the men's toilets and they came out of the men's toilets with a CCTV camera and I thought sorry what's what's like what's oh, going I on remember this. and so they sat down in the corner of the restaurant I went over and brought over their food and yeah. I put the food down on the table and went around to the other side of the table underneath a bag there was a CCTV camera and I looked at it and I thought god guys that looks a lot like ours I said what's that and they said oh I don't know and then I was like they were like so two guys and two girls and they were like pretty rough they were here before a concert they were definitely not from around Wembley and I was like oh this is this is going to be interesting yeah, and yeah. I was like what is that and they were like oh do you know what don't worry about it don't worry about it he said it's hers he said it's his I said whatever yeah I said, guys, this isn't really fair. So anyway, I served them their food. I walked off and then like, I was busy. So I was like serving everyone else. And then when they finished their food, I went over and I like, I like just took their plates. I didn't say, are you finished? I didn't say, how was the food? And then as I was walking away, the guy was like, oh, don't give us such attitude, love. And I was like, 
I was like, first of all, no one calls me love apart from my mum. He called so you like, love. Oh, yeah, so I was pissed Ooh. off. So I like, went back over and I was like, listen, I was like, guys, I don't appreciate this whole fact that you've pulled out the CCTV camera. I was trying to be like really nice about it. And then this guy started getting really angry. Like This guy had, had a couple of JDs and I was like, this guy's going to be vexed. He started really getting angry. Like, was like, why you have got a CCTV camera in the toilet? Okay, I promise you, check the law. Everyone sitting at home, check the law. Mm. Open up a new tab. And you can check the law. You're allowed CCTV camera in a toilet as long as it's not pointing out where anything might happen in terms of like nobody's Willies putting those things on Pornhub. Yeah, exactly. This is what should I say. That. I was like, it's by the, it was pointing towards the it was pointing towards the sinks because people yeah. come in here and they do a lot of coke. I was like, let's be real. Yeah, mm. people going to do coke. So I was like, mm. let's try catch them and then the security can drag them out. Whatever. Like, long yeah. story short. So They're when I went over the cubicles, watching you having a fucking this shit is what like. I mean. Like, yeah, I've got yeah. better shit to be doing with my day. Yeah, yeah. So then anyway, this all like cracked on. The guy was like, all right, don't give us attitude. He's like, why do you even care? You're the waiter here. You don't work. You know, he's just yeah. none of your business. And then I. I span around and I was like oh when someone like questions my position I always yeah, yeah. fucking love it like yeah. I get like I, part of me gets turned on and I'm like oh sorry I said <laughs> you, you said I'm a waiter I, said, I am the owner and I'm like I like start getting really pissed off and I'm like like because there's no mm. need for it because people are just so rude for no reason at all yeah, yeah. and so he was like oh come on mate stop being a cunt and I was like oh I was like oh Oh, and then next thing, mm. the, the, the women were like, oh, s- s- relax, relax, relax. Oh, relax, relax, relax. To you like, or to him? To, to him, to him. Because yeah. he was getting, re- he like started smashing the table, was like proper, like smashing it with his closed fist. Oh, exactly what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, as I walked off, I came back and goes, hey, you're, like, as I walked off with the plates and whatever, he goes, oh, mm. you're such a fucking cunt. And I like spam back around. And I was like, listen, mate. I was like strolling over big balls, legs really wide, like <laughs> shoulders swinging side to side. I was like, listen, mate. Yeah, yeah. I said, I'm going to call the police. And I, I was like, I couldn't have said, I couldn't <laughs> have said words that weren't over. harder. Yeah, exactly. You're Billy Big Bad. She goes, I'm going to call the police. I should have been like, let's take it outside. I'm going to beat the shit out of you. But like, yeah, you the guy was like huge. you were fucking John Wayne walking down to him. Like, I'm going to call the police. I know, police. I know, I know. But this yeah. is it. Like, oh, well, what else am I going to do? I'm not going to call mummy and daddy. Like, they're not going to come around and sort out these problems. Yeah. So anyway, uh, long story short, uh, uh, the guy ends up just leaving. They paid paid 20% service charge their bill was like from £110 it came up and I'm like what is that £133 took a nice little nice little tip and we were happy out but that is just that is just rudeness like it, this, is, it yeah. just resolves down back down to that magic. that's what I mean yeah. can't stand these kind of customers so. it. yeah it's, it's fucking uh, the second thing I want to talk about as well is when you're ordering a drink right the first the most annoying thing to a barman is again bar, to a bartender anybody working behind a bar is if you say to him oh yeah I'll have um I'll have two two gin and tonics there and and two pints of Carlsberg or whatever, right? Not that, that other beers are available. I don't know if product placement comes into this. Whatever, like, you know. And then you give them that and then they have two more drinks on top of that and two more drinks on top of that and two more drinks on top of that. And they're ordering more and more for their pub order. You fucking say to them, get your fucking order right before yeah, but I you disagree say with that. Me. Because, Why? like, are, are you going to be able to remember... Can I have two pints of Carling, two pints of Coors Light, one bottle of Record League Strawberry Lime, one bottle of Mixed Berries. But then one have a bit of fucking courtesy, right? That, that's what I mean. Like, how can you remember all right, of that? Right, right, right. But have a bit of courtesy in the sense that when you see a bar is busy and you say, look, lad, this is a big order or something. Say something like that. It's like, I, I've got a few drinks to get here now. I'll give it to you in parts. So give them a warning to it. Like, See, I think Irish people just can't stand normal people. We just can't stand rudeness a lot of it. And English people aren't fucking normal either. <laughs> um, no, yeah, but that's, that's what I would say. And another thing as well is, this is something as well, and I'm going to take it out on you as an Englishman. Oh, I'm sorry. English sorry. people, if you're ordering Guinness, order it fucking first. 
The amount of people who come in and have a big order to say, oh, and a pint of Guinness. Guinness has to settle. It comes in two pours. Order no, it first no, if you you're ordering. Guinness in one pour. Oh, get out. Get out of this fucking place right now. I will break your neck. Get the fuck out. Don't, don't you... That is Feed blasphemy. The fire. That is Feed blasphemy. The fire. Don't you dare utter that sentence again. It is... Jesus Christ. But um, I'm going to move on before I hit you. <laughs> so, somebody moves on. Anyway, some people come in the whole time. It's like, um, oh, I don't know what to order. Uh, what's good? Or they say, oh, what gins have you got? If you walk into a bar, most of what they have is on the wall in front of you for a reason. So that they don't need to be telling you everything. You look and you pick what you want. Now, if there's something there that you know you want and you can ask them if they have it. But you don't necessarily always come up to them and say, um, oh, um, you know, what gins have you got? If you can see 18 bottles of gin on the fucking shelf behind the barman, you know. All I've learned from this is that you're quite a little angry man. You come across as quite... Well, you're nice half right. I'm an saying. angry man. I'm not little. But like, <laughs> yeah, you know. no, that's also Before you, like, turn red with all of this, yeah. I think I should just skip on to what I have to say next, which is the whole idea of our, our next section, which we need a bit more interaction with, which is our yeah. agony aunt thing. Like, yeah. this is what we want to introduce. I want to say one thing as well before we do move on to the agony aunt thing. It's that that's, that's what we have so far. This probably will be continued, that barman segment, but I would say that it's probably... It's going to need a lot of interaction. And I'd say we're going to get a lot of correspondence on it as well. Like a lot of people are going to come back into this direct message. The, I don't think you can't DM on Facebook. Can oh, you? yes, you can. Can you? Yes. See, I don't have Facebook in Ireland. Stuff. They do have Facebook. It's just I'm shite with it. I'm, I'm fucking barely, you've seen my phone. But um, it's, yeah, do, do private message the Facebook page and let us know as well. Like we can, you can remain anonymous if you want to remain anonymous, whatever you want to do. But just do uh, send us in and on the next podcast then we'll read out the stuff that it is good. And mm. you, know, you never know, we might give a, a bag of sweets to the fellow who's good above everybody else. Sorry, no, we're moving on to the agony answer. Exactly that, yeah, because yeah. we kind of just asked a couple of friends because we didn't really have a Facebook page set up by now. Yeah. But we wanted to kind of get... We explained to I explained to my friends exactly we're such what we're experts correct. on life. Exactly yeah. that, yeah. You know, I'm the Dalai Lama. So, yeah. I, you know, one of my friends has turned around and written into me, and I want to get your opinion on this. Mm. He goes, "Boys, nice, respectful." Is English. he Irish? English, Jesus. I don't no, speak Irish to people Irish. say boys as well. Boys, I am curious about your thoughts on blokes drinking girly drinks. More importantly, I'm talking pink gin <laughs> lemonades in big balloon glasses. I mean, I know how oh. I feel about this. I want to know how you feel about this. Um, personally, I would break every gin goblet in the world if I could get the chance. The fellow who invented a gin goblet should be shot between the eyes. If it's I think classy. It's not classy. So do you know what it is? It's the same thing as a normal gin and tonic in a slim gin glass. It's just some fella said, oh, we'll put it in a fishbowl glass and we'll charge you £9 for the fucking thing. You know, and that's basically what it is. And he's, and he's making a ball of money on it. 100%. That's all it is. And people think then that they're great. You're drinking the same fucking... You're paying for ice. That's all you're paying for is ice. Yeah, but ice makes a drink. No, it doesn't. It makes it cold. It doesn't make a drink. <laughs> but, um, sorry, go on anyway. What's the opinion? You, the topic was on lads drinking. Yeah, like, what do you think? Do you think, it's, do you think lads should just stick to pints? I mean, I also saw something on Twitter that was like, if your bird's got a pint in her hand in a picture, then you should like end yourself. And I was like, that makes no that's sense. That's extreme. I know, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I mean that's, that's Twitter for you. But yeah. I was like, uh, you know, my girlfriend, she drinks IPAs and like... Uh, like just dropping in the fact that he has a girlfriend. Yeah, there sorry, sorry guys. Yeah, by the way, um, I'm taken for all the ladies <laughs> yeah, out there. Yeah. But yeah, like, I, I didn't like... I'm not, it, just it, for all the ladies out there. Go on. <laughs> this isn't grinded, Darren, relax. But like, I didn't really know I what way... ladies, go on. <laughs> I, I didn't know what way to take that. She was drinking it and yeah. I was like, oh, okay, cool, yeah, whatever. Like, 
I actually don't drink beers. Like, I don't drink hops. Yeah, I, I fucking drink know. Any, yeah, yeah. I, I drink cider, born and bred, you know. I love myself. Hang on, you drink, Magnus. like, Suffolk cider. No, I drink fucking... Magnus. I drink Magnus from the can. Magnus drink, from the can. I can you, agree with you. Boilers. Oh, do you know what? The, Boilers. The Good Friday Agreement is about the fact that Magnus tastes better in a can. First of all, it's Bulmers, and secondly, yeah, you're right. Uh, it does, yeah. It is Bulmers. I, I, I tell you how it's put. It's actually Clamel Chardonnay, but because that's where it's made. What the hell am I hitting into? But um, it's uh, no, yeah, it, it's the same thing. It's a copyright thing, but it's made all in the same plant back in Clamel and Tipperary. Where Whatever I'm says. From. Well, go on, sorry, go on. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, anyway, back into the glasses. Like I think, yeah. I think it's important. Like I, I think it, it matters. So, you know, I, I, I don't care. If a blokes, I have had blokes before that have been like, look, I want a pink gin in a small glass. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. But like, funny, when yeah. I have my pink gin lemonade, I'm having it in a big glass. I mean, yeah. what, what do you think? Like, yes or no? I don't drink pink gin and lemonade. Apart it's... from the pink gin fact, more about the balloon glasses, more about fruity cocktails. Do you think blokes can have them? We're not sexist, You can so. if you want, yeah. I mean, I'm going to judge you, but like, not, be, not because of sexual orientation or anything like that, but just because I think those glasses are stupid. Is your ideal world just everyone drinking Guinness? No. Out of the keg, straight. No. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like it's going to be. over the pressurised keg. <laughs> it's the way yeah. it sounds like it's going to no, be. No, it's not. It's just, it, that just seems just ridiculous and stupid, those glasses like. All right, fine. Listen, yeah. I'll, I'll take you away from the bar stuff. I've no, I've, no problem. I've no problem with fruity cocktails and stuff like that. I really don't. I mean, they're, they're grand. They're actually, some of them are nice. I drink, mm. you, I, genuinely, I used to drink a thing uh, back in Ireland. I drank it once on the night I did a show... Like I, I did a play back in Ireland and um, I drank a thing called a banana mock slide and it, I swear to God it was absolutely gorgeous it was mainly ice cream going into it? it it was like loads of rum and like a banana liqueur and loads of rums and stuff like that going into it but you could drink five of them oh, yeah, before it has good. any fucking effect on you at before all before you have a heart attack no not even a heart attack <laughs> just before you realise that you're drunk they're fucking gorgeous. Go on anyway, sorry. So, Start uh, making uh, banana mock slides and blue <laughs> Maybe. I was taking you away from the bar thing because I think we've discussed quite a fair amount of bar. On, like yeah. my, my second one that came from the same person about the Agni Aunt stuff was, because <laughs> he knew we were English and Irish, he's gone rugby or Gaelic. Which one's the ladies' sport? Which one's the ladies' sport? <laughs> which, again, isn't the right way to word it. But I guess he's trying to say which one's a manlier sport. Which one's the tough boy sport? Now, I always find this discussion easier when you're like rugby or American football because American football, they're running around with pads and you're thinking like, what's the going rugby, on? Yeah, American football is the, like the American version of rugby. That's yeah, all it is. It, all, like, it, it originated from that. What are we saying? I'm saying, like, even as an Englishman, yeah, let me give you my opinion. Even as an Englishman, watching rugby, rugby's hardcore. Like, there is like, rugby's yeah. like, holy shit. Like, there mm. is some like massive guys playing rugby. Like, when the Rugby World Cup was on, I was glued. Like, mm. when England reached the, uh, the final and we came second... Woo! Yeah, let's not go there. But I mean, regardless of that, I don't know. It was just, I don't know. It's strange. I, I, I guess I would say. Gaelic. I would say if you if you're meeting like just because of the way your friend worded that, if you meet a woman and she plays either of those sports, I wouldn't ask her that question because she'd break your nose. Yes, that's um, definitely true. Um, like I, I played rugby for for a while as well in college and stuff like that, and before I came over here, and. I didn't play Gaelic, but I know that it's... I, I didn't play Gaelic for a, a good while, I mean, like, since I was young. But everybody plays GAA and stuff like that, mm. under that age. Um, I thought he was... I thought, I thought Alessio was actually fucking... It was not into us, he wasn't. Um, it, it, to the assumption that Gaelic isn't hardcore, I'll say one word, or I'll say two different words to you, right? And these words are Junior B... Right now, every Irish person knows exactly what I mean by that. This is a load of men who stumble out of the pub 
and after smoking 40 fags and eating a cheeseburger or whatever the hell it is they go on to the pitch play Gaelic and there is no such thing as technique they bait the crap out of each other with the ball <laughs> like it is but obviously top level Gaelic and stuff like that as well it's, it, it mm. is tough there's there, I would it's hard to say because I'm, I'm going to side with Gaelic because I think there's because I know from my experience at rugby that there's a lot of lads going on to a rugby field playing in the back positions and they still come out of it good looking whereas with Gaelic there's no good looking Gaelic players there is <laughs> they're but all they're all wrecked. sweating like pregnant yeah. nuns coming if off if you were to look like, at it I was just thinking as well like rugby players they're big mm. stocky lads like yeah. do you know what I mean like the blows are they're big they're physically bigger but yeah yeah but the Gaelic yeah. they're, they're, they're running around like headless chicken for like how long is a Gaelic match Gaelic match is 35 minutes a side so 70 minutes I'm glad you figured that one out. I was scared there for a second. I'm splitting it up. Yeah, you looked up to the heavens as if you didn't even know. I was thinking, God, are we already questioning no, your Irish? Not, I, that never happened. Irishness. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. I, I would say, yeah, I'm Simon Gaelic. Mm. I mean, and I guess you're Simon Gaelic too. So, I mean, that's... that's Ireland beats friend. both of them anyway. Yeah, oh, geez, that's thing. another discussion. That's just that's hockey. That's for another, yeah. You know, hockey played on crack. Anyway, moving on. Carry on. Sorry. You, I'm, you I'm, are... Uh, you're on thin ice here by Guinness <laughs> in one pour and hurling... Oh, Jez, I'm going to kill you. I swear to God. But, um, <laughs> right. My agony one is actually a little bit serious, to be honest with you. I actually want to ask one of my friends. Oh, and um, No, no, she told me... Right, this is where... She, she knew this fellow for about three years, right? Oh. They've known each other for about three years, oh, right? And uh, they used to work together in the same place. And, uh, is this you about you, Darren? What? No, it isn't. Okay, just try. <laughs> but um, they used to work together in the same place and uh, they didn't really take to each other at first, but then obviously a friendship developed and feelings developed. And they ended up, it, it was ages before anything actually happened between them, but they ended up actually going out for about four months. And they couldn't make it work anyway. Little things got on top of them, so they called it a day after four months. And... Uh, she left the job after about eight months after that. Nothing to do with him, just got a better job. Um, but they still had the same kind of circle of friends and stuff like that, so they would see each other from time to time. And she hadn't seen him for about six months until they both went to a birthday party recently enough. And they started chatting, and she said it wasn't actually awkward. It was actually she could start feeling see, feeling feelings coming back. And uh, the question she was asking, she was saying is, right, should I kind of give it another chance or should I just say no we didn't give it it didn't work out the last time Um, should just leave it the way it is she said basically she feels like they're in different places in their life now than where they were when they gave it a go last time so that's what's kind of making her think that this might be a better idea but obviously you know she's just trying to figure out whether it is or not this podcast this podcast even has done a big fucking 180 right now. <laughs> we no, were, we're saying we were talking about some weird shit earlier on and now all of a sudden we're giving relationship advice. I mean, we're the yeah. worst two fucking people that well, give relationship advice. you have a girlfriend advice. and I'm... Currently looking, go on. No. <laughs> There's a gum tree out available. Yeah, yeah, um, I literally don't even know what to say to that. Like, my mind is not even anywhere close to the sensible state. Like, I'm not even going to be like, well, you have to think about his feelings. Um, look, listen. It's really awkward because, like, the situation you describe is the fact that I met my girlfriend at work mm. as well. And it's even more awkward when, like, the fact that I'm the boss at my girlfriend's work, which is really interesting you relationship. Yeah, I know. It's a, <laughs> no, it's just yeah. a bit of an interesting dynamic. And yeah. like, even yesterday I was working with my girlfriend, funny story, and um, we had a bit of a disagreement. But it was like a work disagreement. Mm. And, then she, and then she was like, don't talk to me like that. And, like, I was like, 
Like, <laughs> inside, like, I was like, what the fuck do you mean don't talk to you like that? I was like, I'm mm. the boss. I'm at work here. I was like, listen. Is this another thing of you walking over a big, big no, bar, no. like, sitting car on the cops? <laughs> no, but, like, fully, like, I'm not trying to sound like an ass yeah. either. Because I was like, we're at work. I was like, come on. Like, n- no one, like, when you are that, like, level, no one turns around and talks to you and be like, oh, hey, like, don't talk to me like that. Mm. Like, members of staff are normally like, okay, I'm listening to what you're saying. Yeah, And yeah. I will do it. Like, not so submissive. That sounds horrible. But you've got to understand the dynamic. But she was like, don't talk to me like that. And I was like, mm. I was like hey, I was like, listen, I said, I understand we're going out and, you know, I'm a little bitch in our relationship. I was like, yeah, fully, yeah. but like, please just listen to me here. Like, I, I have been doing this for close to 10 years now. Like, I know exactly what mm. I'm talking about. I'm not just trying to bullshit you. So, um, yeah, it's an interesting dynamic, like being a, a work relationship couple. I would say, like, listen, if the situation does work again, then do you think that it. It, Do you think it should work a bit better now that they're not working together anymore? Um... See, I don't know. Like, I think once you know how life is when you do work together, then it's a bit more of a complex situation when you don't work together. Because, like, my girlfriend always talks about the fact, like, oh, what if I don't work there anymore? And I'm always like, hey, go for it. Like, do whatever you want. If you find something yeah. better somewhere else, which she won't, because working with your boyfriend is the best. But then, like, it is also weird because, like, whenever we work together, I'm, <laughs> it's, I'm not sad and like classing that as time we're hanging out. But then, like, yeah. you know, you can talk when it's quiet. Like, it's do you want to go on a date? Yeah, yeah when you stuck the fridges <laughs> yeah, for me, yeah. work five till close for me. No, yeah. it's a bit more like, hey you know you can still talk in, in between the quiet long yeah, yeah. so I don't know I think it would be easier if they if they weren't working together but at mm. the same time if they got used to it then yeah see so you think she should give it another go yeah why not Screw see it. I'm on the opposite Yolo. side I'm on the opposite side I don't think they should okay I think the fact that um right, somebody said to me a long time ago the two things you need to make a relationship work are chemistry and timing and yeah, seriously that they said that basically if there's something there that's the chemistry. That's fine. And then you just need to get the timing right for something to happen. Mm. And look, rela- you know yourself, relationships are hard work. You have to put in the effort and stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, and everything like that. But on some level, it just has to be easy. On some level, there has to be some degree of that. Like. And I think the fact that they were together for only four months before they called it a day means that they, it, they wasn't easy for them obviously they let the little things get on top of them mm. the fact that it took so long for something to happen obviously meant as well that they never made it easy on themselves and I just feel like you're beating a fucking dead dog at this stage like I mean it, it leave it off let it go like, everything you, know? you said was so cute up until you talked about yeah. beating a dead dog I, you know, yeah, that's the way I see it like, I just oh, think I just think relationship that this, advice. yeah exactly yeah. But I, just, I just think leave it off now at this stage I think leave it off the, the I know they say the grass is always greener on the other side, but like I just I think there's something better will come along later. Oh. So now we're going to move on to our next segment. Oh, you have to introduce the name of this. Yeah, because you can't say it. I can't say. You've it. You've had about three goals of trying to present, uh, trying to actually. Do you know what I think I need is like a couple more pints, and then I think my Irish accent will be perfect. Yeah, we're going to get pissed before we come up here one day. Ah, uh, you shouldn't really be saying that. Why? Oh, we're not going to break. <laughs> Alessio, don't worry. We're not going to break anything. We're not. Don't worry. We're just going to have hit. You just can. You can, you can sell it to us to the chairs, and we won't hit anything. Don't we're worry. not going to break anything. <laughs> we're, we're nice people. Yeah, we are exactly. <laughs> but um, so this is called. Sure, what would you know about it? Yeah, right? I don't know who says that like that. That's. It should I, be sure. What do you know about it? <sighs> <laughs> but this is where this is where we take. This is where we started to think this was a this is, <laughs> this this is pan- a bad idea. This podcast is going to lead to murder. It's going to lead to a court case. This is where we're going to take yeah. ideas or like right, things so, from each culture 
yeah. and then explain it to the other person. Things that I hope mm. you've never heard about and things that you're going to explain to me that I've never heard about. Yeah. So for me, like, Ireland and England are quite close. You know, as in like, inter- no, I don't mean it like Geographically. That. Uh, yeah, geographically, exactly. Uh, yeah, that. no, there's a little bit of culturally as well, but go on, yeah. Go on. So, but, I mean, I've got Irish family. So, like, I mean, I've yeah. seen some of the things, you know, I know what my wadi is. I know what <laughs> my wadi. A, well, I know what tatoes are. And I know yeah. what. Uh, you know what, hang on, Guinness you know is. what the Northern Irish tato is. No, I, I know what the, the, you know, the Republic of Ireland oh, tatoes right, okay. are. You know, I, I, I'm cultured. Yeah, I'm very cultured. <laughs> yeah, I'm cultured. I know what Republic of Ireland did. Like, <laughs> right, go on. What's your British one? So uh, I do my uh, Irish I'm one. T- have you, okay, do you know what snake bite is? Yeah. It's, isn't it lager, cider and blackcurrant? Yeah, but I don't think you understand how key in English culture snake bite is. Yeah. I mean, anyone that's okay. our age is going to, when well, majority of people would have gone to university. Yeah. I, should, I should point or, out as well, the only reason I know that is because I worked in a bar. Okay, there, cool. So, okay, so like some of your friends that haven't, they're yeah. going to be listening to this and they're going to be thinking, what the fuck is a snake bite? Yeah. So snake bite in a pint glass is half cider and half lager. Now, you might be thinking, why the fuck is that even a thing? I have no idea. You mm. can also add a bit of blackcurrant, as I found out, yeah? So I used to go to University of Portsmouth. It's mm. like a purple university. Like, that's all that their branding's all purple. Like, they have this thing on um, Wednesdays called Purple Wednesdays. That's like the student night. So we used to go to the student bar, and they used to do... Why is it called Purple Wednesday? I don't know. I honestly don't right. know, because all the branding's purple. Let's not even go there. Right. But they used to pour a fuck ton of blackcurrant into the, the you know, the, the snake bites. Oh, to make so it was them... called Purple Wednesday because they had a the shitload of blackcurrant exactly. they want to get rid of. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, yeah, right, I guess okay. so. Yeah, you could call it that. Right. But they were selling them for a pound a pint. Ooh. Or you'd buy a four pint pitcher for three pounds fifty. It was disgusting. The value was just disgusting. Yeah, I don't know how they used to make money. Yeah. Let's not even go there. I buy alcohol now for three businesses. I have no idea how they were selling it for that yeah. cheap. Like, it was nuts. So, why I want to try to talk about snake bite is we're, first of all, we're going to have to try one. You're going to have to come around mm. with me. I'm going to have to make you a fresh snake bite. I mean, I don't drink lager. It's fucking okay. disgusting. But anyway, I'll make you one. But. In England, it's so key. Like everyone, everyone would have had a snake bite. They okay. sell them for a pound. There used to be a bar in Watford where I used to live. They used to sell pints of snake bite for a pound on a Monday. Yeah, right. and then on a Sunday, yeah. I don't know if you ever heard of Walkabout. No. It's an Australian group of bars that we have in the <laughs> in this country. Okay. Yeah, go there, get shit faced, have a great time. There's a big one in Watford, and what they do is they have a thing called Snake Bite Sundays, where they sell pints for two pound of snake bite, or you get again, it's like a five pound uh, five pitcher five pint pitcher jug for like 10 pound yeah okay. that was a thing snake bite sundays is a thing people used to go there you get a pitcher and you just have a great time five pints pitcher 10 pound bish bash bosh spent 20 quid a night you shit face yeah but the other thing is your throw up's also pink that's a bit of an issue but i'm worried about that Don't you know exactly that. that's what i'm trying to say so yeah. this is what i'm trying to teach you we will have a snake bite together and i'm right. going to make sure that you know exactly what i'm talking about because you look a bit lost at the moment you don't understand how nice these are I'm all, I'm, what i might even do is take you to a snake bite sunday Okay. <laughs> you <laughs> no, look scared. I know, no, it's not. Even, I don't even. I'm not that scared. Just confused. Like I knew what they were. I didn't know that they were that fucking oh, they're massive. Like, they're massive. Like yeah. everyone had. Like you know. What I mean, when you are 18, snake bites. Yeah, is the way to go. Okay. Okay. I trust you. I trust you. We've no, got no other options. Idea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so my shirt. What would you know about it? Is um, a thing in Ireland called teenage discos, right? Right. Now you obviously have teenage discos over here as well. I'm not. Fucking that, right? sounds like a party for a paedophile, that does. No, not, no, it, no, it isn't. It actually isn't. It's just the culture of teenage discos back in Ireland, right? Um, usually what these contained were a local GAA or bingo hall or community hall, like, you know. What is GAA? 
For all the other people that have no idea. That's a topic for a different podcast, what? but like it is. It's the, is. Or like Gaz, a Protestant thing. Don't <laughs> oh, say that. Jesus. It's it's it, Gaz, Protestant in D4. That's what that is. <laughs> There's one girl I know who's in D4 and she's just probably rolling her eyes at that. <laughs> and uh, D4 is South Dublin where all the posh fuckers are. Um, what was I saying? You ram- I rambled there for a second. I forgot what I was. GAA put together. Yeah, GAA is Gaelic Athletic Association. So it's, it's an Irish sport. Yeah, so yeah. it's basically, it's a sports hall or, or a bingo hall. Mm-hmm. And it would be one strobe light bought in a department, spo- <laughs> a department store and one fella on a deck thinking he was fucking Tiesto. Just basically, there's like, give it up for DJ Bill Mayer. <laughs> like that. Yeah, that was all it was. And he's there throwing out Cascada and Maniac 2000. And all Sandstorm. That's all it is. Yeah, Sandstorm. That's all it is. Thinking that he was the greatest thing to hit the DJ scene since Pete Tong, like, you know. And... Uh, but it's the culture around it. And it was, it was class because basically you'd go with a, with a group of lads from school and mm. it, it's not so much even the thing itself. It's like if you look at the photos from teenage discos around that time, everyone, oh, everybody looks atrocious like. They it's all so look nice. atrocious. And like, I mean, it was interesting. It was just a load of lads in like shirts that they should be wearing when they're 30 and loads of women wearing clothes that they should be when they're 30, basically. <laughs> they fit them, but they just, they look way older than yeah. they actually <laughs> are. So maybe it is a pedophile. That's really. what I mean. But, um, but it's, it's a conversation that the lads would have later on in the in the, the the week basically the Monday morning afterwards to be like oh a shift is like a snog back in Ireland oh, I should say so as well like, right? so they'd say how many shifts did you get and I actually genuinely my friend and I'm going to name Chris O'Brien and uh, <laughs> going to Facebook search him do do he's a legend that fella <laughs> but um, how are you Chris by fair play to you but um, he came in one day and he goes I got 14 women <laughs> He shifted 14 women in the shifted. one night. And <laughs> that's the way it is. How many did you shift? And it goes like, 14. Legend. That's what they'd say. Like. And it was, it was just basically, you go up to a young one and just go, or, you know, what you're sorry, what you'd, go, you'd get a fella to go up to a young one for you, your friend, like, and they'd say, would you shift my friend? And he'd look over and he'd go, no. They go, all right, well, you shift me. And they go, yeah. And then they'll shift you. <laughs> and then they move on. You shift for about maybe 30 seconds, move on to the next one. That's what you do. And uh, th- that was basically what it was. And the girls always, without fail, at the end of every fucking teenage disco, would be in the corner crying. And most of them would be going either like, you know, oh, God, no, I didn't get any shift at all. And one of them would go, I only got one shift and it was crap, you know, or something like that. Like, Is this you know? still how it works? Even More at the age or less, of I think so, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't, yeah, that's still how it works. People never grow out of that teenage disco yeah. mentality. They never do. And without fail, every one of them ends by playing the Irish National Anthem. Or oh, this is so weird. The lights come on. She and I feel You don't have to sing it now. That's we're what not I'm going to are we? No, I am. <laughs> but like, that's what I'm going to say. But that's how they end it. I'm not joking. It. That's how it ends. It's the weirdest fucking thing I've ever seen. Like when you step back and, and like... Look and, at it. Yeah, and look at it objectively and say, why the fuck do we play that? Why? But it came from years ago because like, like when people used to be way more conservative in Ireland than they are now, it used to be like in dance halls and stuff like that. And most of the time they were attended by like the priests and stuff yeah, like that. Like, like, you know, and they used to be country. just... You're so patriotic. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like we don't... We, if somebody started playing the English National Anthem, I'd literally turn around and be like, turn that shit off. I'd have no idea the words. Yeah. I know literally like four words and that's God's... God save the queen. I'm glad I could count. Shit, I was really concerned <laughs> yeah. it'd be five. But yeah, like... I, 
I, I could imagine half the people listening to this would have yeah. no idea what the English national anthem is, and that's not just. Because oh, we know. Well, Irish people won't know because every time it comes on the telly, we turn it off. Ah, there we're we like, go. Yeah, and <laughs> no, but that's what yo. That's how they end it. It's just it's fucking. That's weird. So and like, I want I want all my friends back home to turn around and send in their correspondence about this as well. Send in messages about teenage discos and stories you have from teenage discos and stuff like that because it's fucking. Jesus, you get some mad stories. Young lads, they are fucking drowning themselves in their father's aftershave going in, smelling like the fucking counter at Boots fucking <laughs> broke on top of you or something. And you'll be going in there, the, about four buttons on the short down, and you'll be like that. No hairs are entering on it, but you'll be thinking like, yo, jeez, how you going? John Travolta kind of thing. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. thing. I don't even think it's John Travolta. I think it's like fucking Daniel O'Donnell, I think, or something. But um, this, it was just this fucking weird shit like that. But that's, yeah, I want people to say, Send in um, their correspondence back from Ireland about teenage discos, and also English people send in correspondence as well about what snake oh, bites snake mean bite. to you as well. To you. See, th- this kind of leads on to our next point, like the, la- the final thing that we wanted to. It's, yeah, this, over. Is, this is our challenge part. Our of the challenge, thing. which I think we could kind of extend to everyone, was like yeah. something that we were going to do between now and next week, yeah. and that is going to turn. We can then discuss next week and be like, what, yeah. what did you find? Uh, it's going to be something that I want you to do that I feel like is. Uh, sacrilege like um, I want you to be disrespected in the Irish bar that you work in I need you to probably be taken by the guard guard Garda. When I say cha- hang on before it is yeah on Garda Shiakana. When I say challenge we'll do, we'll do this right but when we, when we say challenge I meant give me something from English culture to do. It is English culture. Okay. It is English culture. You, you've got two options. If you're yeah. going to ask me to fucking one it's pour a, a Guinness, no, it's, it's even better than that. It's even oh. better than that. Or put black on. Uh, <laughs> it's getting better. You're getting closer. I want you to have a black velvet. <laughs> What's a black velvet again? Half cider and half Guinness. That's not. That's you have to do it. <laughs> oh. And I can't it. tell you how many English people actually have this drink. It is nuts. I'm not doing it in an I, Irish bar. You have to no, do it. Fuck off! I get fired. Bar. No, I do. I do it in your place. <laughs> but I will pour you. I will pour you half a cider and half a Guinness. Yeah. And, and drink I'll, them at the same time. No, no, you put it in the same cup. What do you want? <laughs> All about? right, okay. Oh yeah, no, 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 this is this is yeah. We'll video this and we'll put it up on the Facebook page yeah. as well. But now, God, yeah. hit me with yours. Mine was actually very nice. Oh well, fuck feelings. Yeah, uh, next week now you're dead. But this week, <laughs> I, um, fuck it. Yeah, I wanted you to watch. There was a film I wanted you to watch. Oh jeez, that's so nice. Oh, yeah, there was a, you're a, there a was nice, nice guy, thing. Darren, yeah, it was you. a nice thing. Do you pay for the pizza I order as well? No, I, I don't. <laughs> I, but I'll do something to it. Um, but it's no. I wanted to watch a film called The Guard. It's starring, it's starring Brendan Gleeson. It's a film. It's about basically guards in rural Ireland, but it's really off the wall because it's. Um, it's this guard in Galway in the countryside who's fucking stopping an international drug shipment basically <laughs> that's what it is it's actually it's fair class though I'll watch it I'll sit down and I'll watch it with you one day during the week but it's it's fucking class I swear to God it looks like we've got date night sorted we do yeah that and the guard and black velvet and, and black pizza velvet. that I put my cock on but um, <laughs> right so that's where we're going to go on it so um I think that's all our topics for this I think week, it is it? indeed. So yeah, as I say, like as always, we're going to be back every single Friday. <laughs> yeah, we want yeah. people to kind of interact and kind of send us your Agni answers if you've got any. Tell us a bit about... <laughs> a like and share the Facebook page as well. Like We'll put up this link. This will be going out. We're recording this on Monday, so we'll be going out on the Friday. Mm. It'll be going out on the Friday and uh, share the absolute bollocks out of it. Mm. Seriously do. And because uh, look, if it's good and we get a good response to it, we'll try and do one nearly every week, I'd mm. say. If we can. That's good. That's if Alessio will have us back when we're pissed. Will you? Yeah, yeah, say yes, thumbs that's up, that's yes. fine. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so no, that's what we'll go with it. That's fine. Um, 
Right, so I'm going to sign off now. And uh, Jack, I'm going to fucking bait you for most of the shit yeah, you said I'm in this. Yeah, concerned. yeah. <laughs> I'm actually fucking starving. Do you know what? I'm actually wearing Christmas socks as well. I've only realised that. Alex got them Christmas socks for me. More reason I don't like the iron. Hang on, hang on. Does it work? <laughs> I swear to God. This is nice outro music, so thank you. <laughs> There's the outro for my Christmas socks. Hi, Darren Jenkins. He's been Jack Joel. This has been the Good Friday podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. Bye bye.